and welcome to this week's episode of the Big Eyes Podcast. You already know what it is. It's the warlords of this manga shit. The manga dundadas. It's your boy LJ. Here, as always, with AD himself. How you doing, AD? I'm doing good, man. It's it's been an interesting week, dog. You know, a lot of a lot of great stuff came out this week. We done had some returning quote unquote favorites, you know, come back that we're gonna talk about today. But otherwise, man, I'm doing good, man. It's a chill Sunday night. I ain't even gonna hold you. Yeah, we're recording this kind of late on a Sunday night, so I mean, we both had busy days. We're trying to keep the energy up for you guys. Uh, I'm I'm so tired that I broke Mill's rule of saying of, of like not saying it's your boy because I definitely just said it's your boy LJ, <laughs> and I feel like uh, <laughs> I feel like I feel like I belong on MTV when I say some shit like that. Well, you make it sound like the Breakfast Club. <laughs> you know, it really is. Why? DJ MV Charlemagne the God and <laughs> oh man, oh man, but no nah, man is um we've had a we've had a solid week this week in manga. I was like you said two two big favorites came back. Um, you know we got Dragon Ball Super, which was a solid chapter. All right, man, listen, yeah. I don't need y'all to get to getting on your super back shit. Calm down. It was a good chapter. I'm not gonna. I'm yeah. not gonna fake the fuck. We we go. We go break it down. Um, Baruto had a. You know, also had another very solid chapter this week. Um, okay. Before we get into the monthlies, I feel that's gonna be the longer conversations. Let's get into some some weekly shit. Uh, Thursday we got a new Kaiju number eight chapter. Yeah, man, that was actually a pretty solid chapter. Like, Kaiju number eight is low key wholesome. Like, I think we about to get all the wholesome stuff out the way first and foremost. Like, the the way that this chapter went, I'm, I'm really happy for that boy. First of all, if you haven't read Kaiju number eight, I highly suggest you do. It's only like twenty chapters, so like, it's it's not that far in. But everything that's been coming out is really, really good. Especially, oh, shout out! I just saw on Twitter the uh, the Godzilla versus Kong thing. I just saw that on Twitter. I think that that's going to be something dope. So and if you like stuff like that, Kaiju battles and everything, definitely suggest you check out Kaiju number eight. But uh, yeah, this week's chapter is really good. Yeah. So uh, just a reminder on Kaiju number eight, it just follows, like he said, it kind of, it follows this world where you get, um, there, there's pretty much like these aliens that attack earth and we have like, a, there's a defense force and it follows, um, it follows the main character, Afka. Is it Afka, right? Wait. Uh, Kafka. Kafka, there we go. Follows the main character, Kafka, who ends up eating one of the aliens and is now has the power to turn into like an alien slash human type thing. But he's good and he joins the defense force and he's kind of, he's failing his way up right now. There's a, yeah. you know, he's <laughs> the man is up. in his like late 20s, early 30s and he's like, bro, I'm never going to give up. He still has the Naruto mindset. Like years later, like because he made a promise to his best friend, who's one of the top officers, and she's been going crazy. Like so, when you get when we, it's it's some crazy shit. I I really do like that wholesome dynamic between him and what's her name, Mina. I think her name is Mina. Are you talking about the one that's training him, or that's his best friend, or the, the one that's his like, best friend, who's his, the, okay, the yeah, one yeah, that's yeah, his yeah. best friend, who's the top soldier? Like, and she oh, goes yeah, crazy cold. with like cannons. Like she's extra cold, dog. Listen, man, Kafka is just Marvin Lewis. That boy just sometimes black excellence, <laughs> sometimes black mid, and it's okay. <laughs> I'm going to be filling up. I'll be like, damn, I still got a job. 
Hey, Kafka, hey, Kafka dead ass just somehow became officer. He starts out as a cadet and becomes an officer with a 1% student. With a one, not even a cadet. He was a janitor, dog. Like <laughs> he really started from the bottom. You know what I'm telling you, he's filling up. He's filling up. That's just tight. That's just tight as hell, bro. Listen, it is. If you, it's really good. Listen, this is all. This is this manga is for all the people who just don't want to try hard and still succeed in life. <laughs> this is what this manga is for. This manga is for people who don't truly want to try hard. Kafka, Kafka be hustling. Kafka be working hard, but he don't be working that hard. He don't be he don't be midnight midnight hour in it. Like, uh, oh yeah, nah. He he pulled up to the uh, work room today, and he saw his uh his master training, like doing all the shadow moves. I was like, oh dog, you got something coming for you. Where we're at in Kaiju number eight, though, there is uh, we figure out that Kafka isn't the only human slash Kaiju. There is another one that's roaming around called Kaiju number nine. That they um uh, that is. The name that they have given them, um, and you know we're we're at the at the end of this chapter, we see Kaiju number nine pulling up to the he's pulling up to the base he's pulling up to the defor- uh, the defense force base flying on some Kaiju t- pterodactyls. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, standing, standing straight up on the kite. Listen, he's standing straight up on it like a magic carpet. That shit cold as fuck. <laughs> Bro, you remember the um the scene of Jing from Hunter Hunter when he was flying on like the big thing and it was flying on top of something else? You remember that? Yeah. That's what this reminds me of. Oh, no, that's what he is, bro. He stands up. He stands up on a pterodactyl, bro. That is the most ball shit I've ever seen in my life. I think the best thing about it is this, we ain't got to wait that long because the chapters come out on Thursdays. So by the time this episode drops, like we're already a few days away from the next chapter. You know, I'm still, I think it's still fairly new. I'm still enjoying it so far. I don't think that I'm as, as invested yet into it. Like it's cool. I do enjoy it. I think there's some great aspects to it. I Like we've talked about before, we definitely yeah. like the fact that we have a main character that is much older, you know, than most shonen. You know, having a main character at 27 is, you know, if, if you, you connect with it differently, you can read it kind of differently. I think that, though, with it having such a older character, I don't know. Like, I feel that with them having such an older character, it shouldn't feel as kiddish as it feels sometimes. I, I see what you're saying. It, it's like also at the same time, I think it's trying to tackle, like, you know, it's not too late to do follow your dreams and do these things because we i think there's a lot of people who are in our age bracket who feel like they may have like you know haven't accomplished as much as their peers like you probably see on the internet all the time you know i got this new car i got a new apartment i just made a million dollars from my from my entrepreneur job you know what i'm saying this day and the third and you know for the normal people who are just trying to live an everyday life like kafka but still want to achieve like their dreams i think it's something like that where it it shines for those type of people because it puts you in the mindset of like yeah i haven't done everything but i can still do more cuz there i i still have my own dreams that i want to accomplish and he sees all of the all the officers around him who are either prestigious because they worked extremely hard or like, like what's the young girl? I think it's a young girl with pigtails. She's like a prodigy basically. And you see stuff like that. It's like, damn, she's younger than me. He's older than me. How can I, like, we grew up together, but we, we aren't on the same level. So how can I get to where they are so I can follow my dreams? And I think with Kaiju number eight, it's in its infancy. 
it's going to turn out to be something special that I think older people are going to enjoy. Man, listen, bro. If you want to see an older nigga in, in a manga right now, go to Spy Family. Go to Lloyd High, bro. Listen. That's also true. Hey, listen. Listen, Very bro. True. Listen, go, go to Lloyd. He's going to put you all game. Get the fuck out of here. Hey, cool. Hey, Kafka cool. And once again, it is cool to see a, like an older character, especially like they stated it like he's 27 years old and like that yeah. he's on his like last bit. But I'm sorry, bro. Listen, if you really, if you really, really want to go to some shit with our, with our age bracket, talk to me about Lloyd because <laughs> listen, bro. Lloyd, Lloyd game too strong. <laughs> Spy family, Spy family been heat. Spy family been some hero. It has, it has. My only, my only, my only complaint with Spy family right now is that it feels like, it feels like a a, a Sunday comic. Like, yeah, the chapters feel like it. In in terms of we we already know that there's a bigger storyline going on right now, but like each each week feels like it has been so disconnected from that. Except like for the chapter, like the the chapter before this, where we we get like the first really one on one talk with uh with Desmond and and Lloyd, which was a really great moment. Yeah, like, you really sit there and for the first time you kind of see Lloyd struggle. You know, yeah. as a spy of like trying to pry something out of somebody or get someone to open up, and he's like, "Damn, like this is gonna be this is gonna be much harder than I thought it was gonna be." Yeah, and it's crazy because this man is a psychiatrist. Like he play he plays that guy so well, but he's also because he's a spy, he knows how to manipulate and work the situation in his favor. But he also uncovers like the relationship between Damien and his dad, and it's like okay, maybe you're not a great father or you just have a disconnect with kids. You know, I could kind of relate because I just adopted Shadi like a year and a half ago, if that. So I, I completely understand where you're coming from. But you you see him like have that conversation with uh, Desmond and uh, Damien and it's like, okay, maybe I know a little bit more. I can work my way up. And, it, and it under, it, it's a part of the underlying story where He's trying to infiltrate the Desmond house, household so he can, you know, keep the peace. Like, it's still, they drop so many small gems that it's like the overarching story will eventually come together and you'll see all the lines connect. And especially with this chapter, because this chapter this week was, it wasn't even like anything crazy. It was about the dog that they saved like a long time ago. And like, he finally gets his own chapter, but it's, it's the most ridiculous, funny thing in the world because this man is like, hungry and he sees like lloyd isn't coming home so he's waiting for your to actually make something for him but he gets the vision of like oh shit you're gonna make something disgusting i'm about to die hold up hold up <laughs> hey dog dog he was sick bro. and he was sick he looked in the future he's like, i'm gonna die if i eat this bro, can you imagine if you could look in the future and you see that the meal that someone's about to prepare for you is gonna kill you dog I'm like, uh, I'm like, I would be sick. I would be sick, bro. Back to me, that's someone's crib, and you automatically get a vision. Don't eat that shit. You know, bro. <laughs> you, you can just sit there. Have, you can have the that's that's a raven look, and you just sit there, you just like at the dinner table, and you just like, you okay? Oh, uh, yeah, no, no, no. I just remembered nah, I, got, I, I got some food at the crib. <laughs> hey, I'm crying. Hey, I'm crying that Bond just running out the crib. Yeah. <laughs> That nigga hopped up, unlocked the door, and dipped, dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
He went to go it's find Lloyd. Long. Lloyd is on a whole mission, dog. And this man went across the city to find Lloyd in an undercover mission. That's how that's how you know he was down bad. He was like, nah, I ain't hey, he was desperate. He was down bad for real. He was like, hell no, I ain't her food. Get out of here. He was like, where's Lloyd at? Lloyd. Oh. <laughs> no, man. So we get, we catch Lloyd on this mission. So the mission part is cool because they they start bringing up like this is the lab where they were doing the test on the dog and this could also be the lab that Anya could have been getting tested on like so it's cool because we're we're getting more deeper into that and I like that that laboratory and that whole little thing is still a part of this storyline because remember that's how they got bonded in the first place is Lloyd was trying to stop the terrorists from um, setting off that bomb and then now we're here where we're kind of getting introduced up again and granted this is a very funny chapter i think the the chapter and once again like all the spy family stuff is so wholesome that you really do be having like the look between the lines on on other shit yeah uh to know to once again to, to be like oh like to connect these parts of the story like once again like like bond being on the mission with lloyd and lloyd kind of just being like exactly come along you know what I'm yeah, he ain't even turn him funny. away he ain't tell him to go home like, he yeah he was just like nothing he was just like all right i guess like cool and so it was cool because they they keep it that way of how they tell the story but also when you really read it and you look at the little things you're like oh shit like this is this is where they're at. Like, this is what they're doing. Like, how, wow, how could that tie and connect to this? So, you know, even though that they're not explicitly kind of telling more of a serious story, which I don't really feel that they, they will. I don't, um, I don't think it'll, it will, it'll be a good minute before it gets to that point. But I think the overarching thing will still be pretty wholesome in itself. No, yeah, for real. But like, I, I enjoy how, even without that, they still do a good job of trying to tell you the story. I just do wish that they kind of, I don't know, man. I, I I just want them to kind of push things along just a tad bit further. Maybe I'm just being impatient. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just an impatient person. It does come out bi-weekly, so I don't blame you also. Like, we barely get this. No, listen, man. That's what I'm saying. My nigga Bond was happy at the end, though. Listen, my Bond was really real about this food. He was like, bro, listen, I'll get shot at for it. I don't care. I don't even care. Like, please don't let me don't let this one. Please. He's like, please. I don't, I don't I I love how like on the last panel too, it's um it's him having seeing in the future of Lloyd Lloyd <laughs> being like how oh, he's still alive. Oh, God, that's the last panel. oh man, that's how you know I I I it's all wholesome. It's all wholesome from beginning to end, bro. Like beginning to end, man. It's great. I I really hope though that this lab is somehow like we start kind of getting more into Anya and Anya's powers. I do feel that that laboratory is connected to it somehow. Um, oh yeah, definitely. There's one a small panel when Lloyd first explains the lab. He's like he's there for finding truth serum. So I know that's gonna come back like up up in the future. Especially it's truth serum, my guy. Like you know. Shit that spies use all the time. So I, it is what it is. I, I do have a feeling it's going to come back. Yeah. One thing I am kind of interested in, though, is um, seeing the other the other country, like where Lloyd and his his team is from. Because while we're all having fun in, in like in this side, what's the other side looking like for where they want this piece? Like, I there is a greater world to this, and I, I am kind of hoping that they do introduce, introduce that side. No, yeah, same here. I they've mentioned it too within the last couple chapters, 
Um, oh, we didn't. Man, hold on, real quick, because we gotta talk about Damien's Damien's chapter of just just oh, real quick. Damien's day out. Damien's day out. Bro, <laughs> cry. Uh, I cried a hundred nights. That shit made me cry. Yeah. I was yeah. like, damn. Why I, was, I connected this little nigga Damien a little too much. I was like, bro, I'm feeling Damien. Like, niggas gotta ease up sometimes. <laughs> niggas gotta ease up, bro. I was like, damn. I said, I feel it, dog. I was a stressed-ass little kid, too. I was like, fuck. I feel his homies, too, though. He was like, bro, fuck all of that. I, I'm hanging with Damien. Like, this is my nigga for life, dog. No, nah, like, his homies I are see- real, bro. His homies are real writers. They went they went and got ISS with him. <laughs> exactly. Like, I fuck with them niggas. ISS way. was fun when you used to kick it with the yeah. homies in there. Oh, yeah, definitely. I would be in ISS just to hang out with my friends. <laughs> like, I'd just be like, man, fuck it. Y'all not in class. I'm like, well, I'm going to be here. I ain't never really get put in ISS like that. But when I did get in there, I either fell asleep or just kicked it with the armies. It was like, oh, yeah, you go back to class. I'm like, damn, I really got to go back to I would class. send myself to ISS some days. <laughs> I'd just be like, you know what? Don't even fill out the paperwork. I'll do it for you. <laughs> I'll just go down. And I was like, fuck it. Like, let me not even waste your time. Let me just go down there and just do what I gotta do. Nah, every now and again I go to the gym. I'll hang out with the I'll hang out with my coaches, hang out in the weight room. I <laughs> I am not going anywhere else. If I'm not in class, I'm either in the weight room or at lunch. That's it. Oh man. All right. Let's 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 get into the, the two big monthlies. Let's let's kick it off with Baruto and the power of friendship. Yippee. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yippee. You know uh, friendship. Yeah, you, you know, know the word, can't go wrong. Can't go wrong with that. Power of friendship, because that's what we're about here at Baruto. The, the, the power of pals, the pal power. I don't know, yeah. Chief. The pa- the power of friendship <laughs> might not save Naruto. Right. Oh, yeah, he did. Man, that shit crazy. We might have been <laughs> Hey, Naruto sad bit kind of, Naruto kind of went out a little sad. A little bit. Yeah, did he? He did everything he could. That just shows how strong that these niggas was for him to go that far. Yeah, kind of sad, bro. That nigga was just, it was like my body felt like lead just dropped dead. <laughs> I no, nah, what killed me? That's why he killed himself. I wish he could. He should have went out like a G. He should have got murdered. Uh I don't know about that. He should have got a hole in his chest. Goku done took fifty holes to the chest. Naruto, he got Dragon Balls. I was finna say though, it is kind of funny. Sasuke got shot in the chest by an invisible Rasengan in this chapter. Like that was kind of funny to me. I was like, Oh, oh yeah, he got his ass popped. <laughs> he, he lost the eye too. Sasuke, you know, listen, Sasuke be getting hold. That's because he be acting like a bitch. Once again, bro. You know, you reap what you sow. You out here acting like a hoe, you gonna get whole shit back happen to you. I mean, I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't feel bad for him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel bad. Sasuke he, lost he tried, the eye, eye, and he got his ass shot. He should be the one dead. I know Naruto probably slightly pissed, but that's what I think. That's why though they he he needs to redeem himself. I feel like so, that's the reason Sasuke's here. Like he he's been on the bullshit for so long. It's like you know the good may die young, but he he got, he's going through the redemption arc to make himself like you know bring bring it back around. I'm just. I'm just saying, man. Like you got to give him some credit. He trying to raise his. He trying to raise his homie's son. He trying to make this man as powerful as he can be. That's how I see it at the very least. But like, Sasuke's just trying to wear Rick Owens all day and be moody. That's it. <laughs> he just want to be moody and Rick Owens. That's all he wants to do all day. You would have thought he got through it through his teen years. Man, whatever. 
He was pussy in his teen years. I don't know. But that's Listen, what I'm bro, saying. <laughs> until he makes a conscious decision to stop being pussy, he ain't let go. The thing is, he, he holding on to his past, bro. See, we gotta get, you gotta get deep in this. Like, you gotta get deep into this. It's a real trauma with that man. <laughs> you need to, you need to go to therapy. That's what he need to do. Sasuke need to go to therapy. Sasuke gonna stop being a hoe once he goes to therapy. I think, he, I think he's gonna stop like in the next two chapters. Naruto didn't need to go to therapy because Naruto was actually knocking niggas' heads off. <laughs> Naruto was out here actually bodying niggas. This nigga Sasuke was getting his ass whooped his whole life. <laughs> Chill out. This man has been on road missions the whole time. He, I, I'm pretty sure he's been like catching bodies on the road killer, that we ain't killer even B, seen. Killer B broke that nigga's mental. <laughs> killer oh, B broke that nigga's mental. <laughs> <laughs> so I was gonna the same. I, I ain't gonna hold you. Killer B, Killer B did go crazy on all of them. Killer I ain't gonna B, hold you. That shit was a wild fight. Beat the shit out of Sasuke. He ain't been right since. I love how that's always my to go to. That's always a swing. That's always gonna be crazy. Right, I'm all Sasuke for now. I, I <laughs> uh, no, I guess. I guess the big the big thing in this chapter, though, outside of Naruto possibly being dead, I don't think he's dead. I, he's going to get revived somehow. I don't believe that shit. Um, that's the big thing about this chapter, though, is that we pretty much learned that Kawaki, even though that Jin is dead, um, and Ots- or Jin slash Otsuki is dead, uh, his like DNA or whatever is still like 90% downloaded into Kawaki. So although Kawaki has like his... Like he still has his body and his consciousness and all that. Like he still has that part of Osuki in him. So Momoshiki, who is now controlling Baruto, is like, "You're still good fruit. Like I can still feed you and produce a, a pretty solid chakra fruit." So, um, yeah. you know, we you know we get this intense battle of you know we we see Kawaki fighting Baruto or slash Momoshiki, and you know they're they're fighting and they're giving these flashbacks of. Naruto being calling him brother and you know, once again power a pal ship and <laughs> and all that other fun Naruto shit. Bro, their their writing is so goddamn easy to just it's as the same shit every time. It's I was here's the here's the thing though. Here here's the thing though. Like, cause we we gotta give Sasuke some points. Like the writing is like fairly basic, but we gotta give Sasuke points because he figured out how to beat uh Momoshiki in this instance. Cause he realizes like the reason that Boruto lost control is because he intensely does not have enough chakra. So when they keep throwing chakra-based attacks at him, he's not he's only gonna dodge because if he absorbs it, he's gonna risk waking up Boruto. So they come up with this whole plan of like throwing attacks at him and i forget which one it was um man no hold on wait 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 just, we're giving sasuke yeah. no we're giving sasuke credit we for gotta give, we, nah bro he can't okay we, we he, gotta give him credit for that <laughs> you can't you just can't give him not give him credit for that because he did figure it out and he let kawaki know like hey this is what we gotta do to get but he didn't Boruto even do back. it he didn't even do it it was cool yes, he did it, it. Kawaki literally Kawaki literally set himself on fire. He literally he knew the plan though. He he had to give him the plan because <laughs> 
It is you can't insane. give Sasuke. You can't. Well, you just well, can't not give Sasuke no credit because he just got. He just went rounds with this man Jigen before before Momoshiki pulled up, bro. He, he got just his, went rounds. Got his, bro, he got his ass kicked in, so that was mostly. But I'm, Naruto. but Naruto did too, and look where Naruto is at. Look where Naruto is at versus where Sasuke is at. Sasuke is still standing. <laughs> Naruto is Naruto is assed out, and he might die next chapter. We don't know that yet. I'm just saying, dog. Like you got to give Sasuke the credit to at least like save the situation because otherwise Kawaki wow. would also be dead. Kawaki would also be dead. Momoshi would be running. <laughs> Listen, I'll give him credit to the fact that he told Kawaki, hey, this is going to be a battle of who can run out of Shaka first. I give him credit for saying that. His plan was ass and it failed immediately. And Kawaki had to set himself on fire just for him to use up the rest of his chakra. I'm not giving Sasuke credit for that. Kawaki had to set himself on fire. You got- That's not good leadership. If one of your sons <laughs> he didn't tell him to set him on fire. He didn't. He didn't say that. <laughs> he just knew. He just knew that. that moment, he just knew that. No, because no, that's Kawaki's plan. He, bro. Here's the thing. Kawaki knew, like, oh, I'm valuable to you. It's like Ray setting himself on fire and Isabella trying to put it out in the in oh, way back. It's, no, just like no, it's, it's just it's like that. It's just like that. Yes, it all. is. It's yes, it is exactly like that. It's not like that at all. Not even close. Yes, it is. Not even close, man. Not even close. Wow. No. Sacrifices like the set, bro. So oh my god! <laughs> oh man! Oh, Shout god. out to Naruto, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. he out of there. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh, bro. Uh, whatever, man. Whatever. <laughs> pretty much though, oh, I'm really wondering what their next steps are gonna be to handle Baruto. Yeah. Like, they're gonna stab that nigga. They're gonna figure out something. They gotta they gotta figure out something. <laughs> they gotta figure they gotta hey, figure out how to save Naruto hey, first. Yeah, they're gonna figure out how to save Naruto first. Hey, if Naruto dies, though, it's tight for Naruto. He got no one in his corner. They're gonna be like, kill this nigga now. They're gonna be like, Imagine a whole assassination attempt on Boruto. <laughs> hey, bro, listen. Hey, let's be real here. If they nah, nah I don't know. Boruto goes rogue because everybody's trying to kill him now. Like, Man, listen, Naruto gonna die. Like, well, kill him. Sasuke gonna look at him and be like, "Well, we gotta do, what we gotta do, guys." I mean, shit. I don't. <laughs> I mean, what else can we do here? Oh my god. Oh shit. We'll, we'll, we'll figure out. I'm, I'm, I'm wondering what happens next month, especially now Boruto's back and yeah. Naruto's life is on the line. You went out like a pussy, bro. Once again. At least Goku took a hold to the chest. Speaking of Goku, let's get into Dragon Ball Super. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Had to throw it in there. All right. Hey. Well, um, I ain't gonna hold you, bro. This super chapter pissed me off because it was so good, dog. And I was so I was so ready to drop it. 
but like this is gonna be the best arc in I think Dragon Ball period. No, this is some of the hardest shit. This is some hard shit. This is some real good shit. Um, this is this feels so good because first of all, anything connected to Frieza is always gonna be dope. I have just truly yeah. learned this. I mean, outside of Resurrection F, but everything I everything else that's connected <laughs> to Frieza is always something entertaining. Always something that I yeah, you just you just know some good shit is gonna come out of it. Uh, this feels very remin- Dragon Ball Z reminiscent. Um, it definitely had yeah. a Dragon Ball Z feel to it. Uh, yeah, this chapter is just this chapter just had a lot, you know, from you know introducing the new. I don't even want to call Granola a villain. I don't even want to call him a villain yeah. yet. It's kind of like this anti-hero type. Um, yeah, you know, you get introduced to Granola, you learn more about him, you figure out that like his past is connected to early saying Frieza, you know, um, yeah. alliances and they still turning into apes and all that. So yeah, I think that's a part of the reason too why I feel so so Dragon Ball Z reminiscent. Yeah, it definitely dives back into like the the greater universe of Dragon Ball Z where you remember like the Saiyans came to Earth when it was just a peaceful peaceful time after Piccolo and Goku fought. And I was like, "Oh, this is a this is a world beyond us. We got we learn about Namek, we learn about Saiyans, we learn about Frieza, all of that stuff that happens on beyond this world." And it's great to see them follow up on it because if you really think about it, like we haven't had any hint of that major story since what was it? Probably Resurrection F when we see Frieza come back and all the remnant soldiers come to revive him. Like we ain't seen nothing like that in a long time, and I think it's great and refreshing for it to follow up on all of that, especially because in my opinion, it's going to follow up on all the stuff that happens with um, Beerus sending Frieza to wipe out the Saiyans. Like, Granola is having a dream, and we see a great ape, and I think it's Bardock. They say it's Bardock because of the little scar under the ape's eye, and I think that would be dope as fuck if it is, but like, you know, we'll find, we'll, we might figure all that stuff out later. I think one of the... Oh, oh this chapter had hella, hella shit in it because it also, like, says... It also shows Goku training with Whis, and he's using Master Ultra Instinct, of course. And, but, yeah. <laughs> but it's not the only power of the gods and angels. It's like they Whis gets on this man and it's like, yo, I'm happy that you learn all of this stuff, but you gotta develop your own style, my guy. Like you can't keep stealing everybody moves. Like you gotta you gotta develop your own sense. So it's like, oh shit. Damn, like, he called Goku a shark nigga. <laughs> shit crazy. Yeah, that's the extra shark nigga. <laughs> That shit is extra wild. We see that shit, and then we got Vegeta following. That's how my nigga Nas put his Vegeta on the cover. Nas, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Look, we gotta, I'm going to push. All right. Go for it. Go, nah, go for it. Hold on, 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 hold on. Yo. Oh, yeah, man. You know how niggas be biting this shit. See how niggas be biting this shit? That's what it's That's what it's right there. You see how niggas biting this shit? Yeah, But no, adult moment though, because it does 
Yeah, it, it, was, it was a dope moment because it, it's cool seeing Goku get sunned in that way. Yeah. <laughs> he got sunned, and then it's like you see Whis and Vegeta, not Whis, uh, Beerus and Vegeta on the side watching them train, and he's like, oh, so you're not going to learn Ultra Instinct? And Vegeta's like, nah, that ain't my style. I, I'm going to figure out my own way. And so Beerus, Beerus actually gets up and trains for the first time in a good minute because we don't ever really hear about Beerus training. So he goes off and trains and he talks to Virginia and he's like, so you trying to learn something? You better keep you, you better keep up with the kid. <laughs> and so it, it's, it's crazy to see them push the dynamic forward between like them going their own separate paths. Goku probably learning like angel stuff while Vegeta follows the God of Destruction stuff like Top, uh, Topo did. Um, and I I'm really hyped to see where that goes. Like, I, I'm happy that these niggas are diverging on their own paths. I kind of want to see, like, uh, Gohan get a little bit more shine because I know, like, back in the, the same, what is it, the Goku Black arc, uh, they talk about how Trunks trained with the Kais and he learned how to use Kai power. And so because Gohan did the same thing at the end of Boo, I would kind of hope that he follows that same pathway too. Maybe he'll learn how to heal niggas. Like, I don't know. That, that's something way down the line. I might be giving Dragon Ball too much credit, but we'll see. I think that the best part about this is that Vegeta is training with Beerus. I think that, uh, especially after we did the Terminal Power arc, when we could figure out that the next God of Destruction could actually be chosen. Yeah. Um, I think it'll be cool. I think Vegeta should be chosen for the next God of Destruction. I think that's going to be something that definitely comes up in the future. Uh you know, then after that, we jump. We meet the we meet the the Migos of of Dragon Ball. <laughs> these niggas had a band up, bro. These niggas, these niggas really Migos. This niggas, this the real yeah. reason why I fuck with this chapter, <laughs> bro. For real, they introduced the rosters and everything in Dragon Ball. Now these niggas had dreads. He had a whole whole compound. My boy Granola came saying. in there talking greasy. He was like, "Man, tell me what the fuck with you. Tell me what the fuck Freeza is right now." They're like, hold on, player, we got you. Just, just you know what I'm saying? We're going to break you off a little bread. We're going to get to that when we get to it. But, you know what I'm saying? Just chill. And, oh, it, it's not even just that. It's the fact that these niggas' race is called the Heaters. Like, that's extra cold. Like, Oh, yeah. Nah, they went dumb, bro. Listen, they go dummy. <laughs> One thing Dragon Ball going to do is they're going to go dummy with the characters. The story may yeah. be bad, but they're going to go dummy with the characters each and every time. Yeah, but and, and the other great thing about these characters too, I ain't gonna hold you. Like the entire this story might be the best story of Super and Dragon Ball as a whole because it's following up on Frieza, and you we know Frieza just got back not too long ago. So Granola's whole story has been like he's been dreaming of revenge against the Saiyans because they destroyed his home planet, and Frieza because he's the one who sent them out there. But he doesn't know that like Frieza was revived like not too long ago after tournament of power like in our heads like oh frieza's been back for a minute but for them frieza's been dead for a long time like we don't went through cell we don't went through boo yeah, the tournament of power all of this stuff so like it's been years so when he gets <laughs> winded like <laughs> frieza been dead ahead. so long niggas stop pouring henny for him Niggas don't even pull out for him no more. And then like, right, nigga, you been dead too long. Like you not wasting no more alcohol. Nah, they did go for them Dragon Balls though. I ain't even gonna hold you. That was the craziest shit. So the fact that like, um, but even then, like, he gets wind that Frieza is alive. He's like, oh, so. I could really still go off this nigga. Like my life's work ain't in vain. Like, all right, y'all gotta tell me where he is now. 
and he gets slapped up by what's his name? Gas? Ga- hey, gas put the fucking works on that nigga, bro. And hey, gas is like, I don't know who the fuck. Gas is like, I don't know who house you think you talking loud in, but this is not how this is gonna go. Gas beat the brakes off of Gradola. That shit was hilarious. Yo. That shit was hilarious. Beat, had that boy in an arm bar. Had him screaming, Uncle. Had him in the chicken wing. Every boy in the chicken wing. My cousin put me in the chicken wing once. That shit hurt. I know yeah, that was the name. Yo. That boy Gas came out of nowhere, beat the brakes off that boy. That shit was. Gas no one to play with. No, you meet the heaters. This they're like a, they're pretty much bandits. They they out here giving you no know, bounty jobs to people. Uh, they tell Granola pretty much like, "Hey, we ain't gonna have nothing for you for a little bit." But you know they give them the little hint that, "Hey, Frieza's Frieza's alive." Um, what's, what's the what's the main what's the what's the lead what's Quavo's name in this? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, what is his name? Oil, I think. I think his name Oil. Oil. So you know we oil. Oh, pretty much drops this little hand granola like, hey, but Frieza's still alive, but I ain't got no job for you, so you free to go. Uh, knowing full and well granola is going to pretty much try to go after Frieza, and he's setting him up to get killed because he's like, man, granola getting a little too strong. Like, he ain't stronger than gas, but you know what I'm saying? I don't know. He might mess around and trip out one day and catch me lacking. So yeah. you know, he, he, he sent him off on a, on a blank mission. Um. It's cool when you meet Granola though, because like you say, he's very much a a Goku s character. Whereas like his real plan isn't like trying to take over the world or anything. He just wants revenge. He legit just wants revenge, and he's training to become strong for revenge. Uh, yeah. And then we get um. Okay, so we you know we'll talk about it quickly before we wrap this episode up. The 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 fortune telling fish. <laughs> oh yeah. That pretty much is like a, a new strong warrior is coming. And, and <laughs> niggas need to beware. Uh, I don't know, man. Like, listen, bro. Like, once again, I don't. I don't. I'm not expecting anything different out of Dragon Ball. So this fortune telling shit, I'm not really buying into the whole whatever, whatever. But if Granola comes through and beats the brakes off of Goku, I mean, like, shit. Who am I? I'm not gonna be the one to say I, I wouldn't like to see it. Me either. Like it's a. I think it's the biggest pump fake. Dragon Ball always has like some of the biggest pump fakes. This this is probably the biggest because it's like obviously it ain't. It can't. It, it's not going to be Granola. It. I don't think it's going to be Goku because I think the show is going to like the manga is going to end way too early. Can't be Vegeta. I. I just. But that's what makes it exciting because it's like all the stuff that you think it couldn't possibly be still has potential of making it happen. So it's like, mm, who could it be? Could it be uh oh the um the main character the main dreadhead dude name is Elect the the big guy is named Oil. Um, okay. It could be it could be Elect because they make it a point to say like oh strength isn't about power levels anymore but it's also about your intellect. And so now they're starting to get into kind of different things like Granola is a is a long range sniper. He ain't even like a close range fighter like that as we could see because he got his ass beat by gas uh in in some hand to hand so it's like okay what what's what could you define as the strongest in the dragon ball universe now is it is it gonna be hand to hand is it gonna be like long range is it gonna be energy blast can you heal you already know what it is bro they making it seem bigger than what it is i don't want to give no credit into dragon ball but after this chapter and them saying like oh you got to figure out your own path your own strengths 
it's something different. Like we seen hit with his time stop, and we we know that's pretty broken. But even Jiren broke that shit. So it's like, dog, what was really strong in the in this in this show? Like, I don't know. I feel like they they're gonna do something wild with it that we ain't gonna expect. And we we still gonna be like, oh, here goes that bullshit again. Here go that Dragon Ball shit. Uh, I don't know, man. Listen, I'm just gonna listen, bro. I've I've been my I've been learning how to be happy with the moment. So I'm yeah, gonna be happy so. with the moment. This chapter was tight. I don't I don't know what to expect from them next, but this is a really good chapter. Um, very entertaining. I'm loving right now where they're. I love the direction that they're heading. I just yeah. don't have faith in them because they have done this before <laughs> multiple times, but. Right now, where they're heading, I really enjoy Granola. I love the story. I love mm-hmm. Frieza being tied into all this. I love that Frieza's coming back. I hope that this leads to goddamn uh, Brawly maybe showing up. Like, there's a lot of yeah. things that can happen with this, especially now that Frieza's back in the picture. So, it's going to be exciting. Quick thing, quick, what up, what up, quick what up? thing, quick thing. My quick thing is real quick. I just really want to. I hope it doesn't happen, but I feel like there's going to be an entire fallout. Freeze is going to come to Goku for help. Vegeta's going to be like, "Bro, fuck you and everything you stand for." And now's the time to like you. You reap what you sow. And Goku's going to be like, "Come on, dog, don't be like that." And we're nah, going to get this whole. I don't see that happening. I see it. I see it, dog. Because Goku is. Why you putting that out there, bro? Why are you even doing that to us? Why are you going to allow this to happen? <laughs> I'm not allowing shit to happen, but I just know Goku because he just pulled the shit with the sensu beam not too long ago. So I don't expect much from Goku. <laughs> like that's my thing. I want I Goku be, to surprise be, me and be like, happens, "Nah, fuck you, Frieza." I I really want them to be like, "Nah, fuck you, Frieza." Like he did that shit. We we aren't the niggas that he was controlling because we had our planet destroyed. And Frieza's gonna shift blame to Beerus, and everybody just it's gonna be a four on one versus Beerus. Niggas wipe out Beerus. Like that's the <laughs> shit that. <laughs> Bro, listen, I, if that shit happens, I'm a chuck super off the bridge. <laughs> if that ever happens, I'm not with it. You're not with niggas jumping beers? Hell no. Fuck y'all. <laughs> beers the realest nigga there. Hell no. Y'all not finna jump you, beers? You telling, me, you telling me the nigga that set my house on fire and is training me now deserves to, like, no, dog, fuck out of here. No. Uh-uh. How come you ain't tell me that shit sooner? Like, I, I wasn't respectful Beerus, enough, you nigga. Really, you can Beerus, already Beerus, kill me. Beerus, What's the harm Beerus, in telling me that you couldn't sh- like, like what? Beerus, Come on, Beerus, the realest nigga there, man. Fuck out of here. Why y'all gonna jump Beerus? All right, cool. But I hope Beerus both the whole planet if they try to jump him. I I, I, I want I want to see Beerus, Beerus get jumped. He 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 he, he owes it, niggas man. explanation for it. For no, he don't. Yes, he don't. You top dogs, you don't explain shit. Freeza blew this nigga planet explained. under his order, dog. Like, fuck, no. Nah. What's, what's understood does not need to be explained. <laughs> well, help me understand. Because I don't understand why this nigga sent these niggas to the gulag, dog. I needs to know, like. Because sometimes niggas can be sent there, bro. Listen, once again, you pop, dog, you can make shots and you can call shots that you don't So don't be shot. mad when these niggas go run their shit up, dog. Don't be mad. Because hey, obviously. New strongest in the universe. The Oracle, the fish then already said it. New strongest in the universe. Beers when they get his ass slapped out of existence. Man, and these niggas for the takeover. Bro. All right, all right, watch. Y'all talking down on Beerus' name. When he starts blowing up planets, I don't want to hear shit. I talk down on his name, then he starts blowing up planets, and now all of a sudden, he's the bad guy. That shit crazy. I feel it. You know what? That's my life, too. 
Niggas, niggas push you to the edge, and when I start blowing shit up, then I'm the bad guy. Well, of course, nigga. Yeah. We we ain't good unless we serve you good food. Nigga, fuck out of here, nigga. Like, get out of here. Come on. I don't know. I feel like people should deserve to get their ass over a bad plate. If you show me some real horrible food, you might need to deserve to get snuffed out one time. How we, how we start this whole conversation with like food with the dog, and now we ending on this shit like. <laughs> this, is, this is what we do here. <laughs> All right, thank you everyone for tuning in to this week's episode of the Big Eyes Podcast. As always, make sure you subscribe, listen to the Lookout RNC on uh, wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple Music, Spotify, wherever, whatever. Uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter, Instagram. Make sure you find RNC Radio Live. You know, one stop shop for everything. And uh, yeah, bro, AD, what's our what's our sign off? More water, more anime, more games, more life. Take care. Mm-hmm.